Hello and welcome to the Spirit World Center. The following is the Spirit World Center podcast. If you have any questions about the spirits or training, you can visit our website at spiritworldcenter.com. And now, please enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Spirit World Center. Today I am joined by Emily Jennings. And Emily is a wellness and oneness guide, a spiritual coach and writer, an intuitive tarot reader, a twin flame guide, and also a meditation teacher. And it's an honor to have Emily with us today. How are you today, Emily? Uh, I'm very good today, Eric. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. And so, Emily, you wear a lot of hats in your spiritual life. There, a lot of different roles. Um, <laughs> what can you uh, What can you tell us about yourself? What is your spiritual path, and how do you help people? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, I started out uh, after my, I guess, most major spiritual awakening in the end of. 2020 um, as a writer. I've always been a writer in my life, but I never really knew how to use that skill to really help people. Like I used to write fiction and things, but um, I felt very called to start writing um, on Medium. So that's where I really started out writing about the soul journey. And I was still learning things, but people like to read about other people's soul journeys and awakenings. So, um, and then, um, uh, I, the universe, uh, pushed me out of my nine to five corporate job and I was terrified, but I knew that I had to start helping people somehow. So yes, I wear a lot of hats, but, um, they're all related. So I now teach, I'm a certified meditation teacher, certified Ayurveda teacher. Ayurveda was one of the first things that I got into when I became spiritual, because that's about balance and health and how your body is a manifestation of your spiritual energy. Um, and then I, yeah, I also read tarot um, and I have written a book this past year in 2022. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I've also, I'm a spiritual coach and people um, have sessions with me to talk about their, their awakenings and their journey so uh, I think those are all basically the same thing, though. <laughs> I'm doing the same thing, just through different ways of helping people. It's definitely all interrelated. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's because uh, there's many different aspects of a person, right? So I suppose there's many different aspects to, to help them with. Fantastic. And what, what are some of your favorite methodologies to work with there? Methodologies? Uh, well... So I've been meditating for years. I don't know. I think I first tried meditation when I was a teenager. Um, I think in a past life, I was like a Buddhist monk or something. I really do. But um, I don't know why I've always been interested in it. So I really do like to teach meditation. And I think that is the key for every problem someone would have, anything. Um, because when you transcend this physical waking life and realize there's more to reality, there's more to you, then your problems seem kind of small after that. And you can deal with life better. So I, uh, I teach, I'm certified to teach primordial sound meditation, which uses a mantra, a personalized mantra 
to get to the stillness within your mind. And that is um, a method developed by Deepak Chopra, who I'm a huge fan of. But in, in my own meditation practice, I don't do that style as often. I like to just kind of fall into stillness, if that's the right way to say it. Yeah. Right, right. And <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. And so there's a lot of things that you do. Um, where did your spiritual awakening start? Like when, when, how old were you when you, when you first got into this stuff, you know, did uh, it happen in childhood or? That's a great question. Well, certainly as a kid, I remember looking up at the stars. My father is a astronomer as a profession. And so we were already looking up at the stars a lot, but I remember asking like, why am I here? But I was like five years old or something. I don't know if most five-year-olds do that. I just thought people thought about stuff like that all the time, like philosophical existential questions, but I guess I, I don't think they do, but who knows? So I actually majored in philosophy in college. I have a master's degree in philosophy, but even then I was, that kind of teaching was all about how everything in the world is material and science can answer all of our questions in the physical world. Only the mind is the brain. There's no duality, blah, blah, blah. But then more years went by. And then it was really when my marriage ended. As soon as I was released from that relationship, which was not good for me, I felt this sense of incredible freedom. And I know this happens to a lot of people, actually. Of the people I coach tell me stories like this, that when a relationship ends, suddenly you find that your individuality again and your freedom. And that's when I absolutely, like, I felt like the trees were talking to me. It was kind of like when you're in, uh, in sorry, it's kind of like um, Wizard of Oz. Sorry, I was going to say Alice in Wonderland. I don't know why. Um, Wizard of Oz, where she lands in her house and it's black and white and then she opens the door and everything's in color that's how that's how I felt and then I started um, reading about Ayurveda and the chakra system I was a software engineer I didn't think I was going to be doing that as a profession I thought that was impossible like I didn't even it didn't it wasn't even on my radar but then after that that was the most major event in my life in the last few years but then um also I met someone who um, really changed my life about a year and a half ago. And that was the next big awakening. We can go into that if you'd like. <laughs> Certainly. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Let's, let's move into that. Um, it was weird because you don't expect, well, I didn't, cause I kind of follow like the Eastern kind of philosophy way of thinking about meditation and the soul ascension or whatever you want to call it but reaching enlightenment that's like the goal in life to me it still is but I never thought that another human being who's not like a, a teacher or a guru literally just meeting you and this was romantic but that this another person could somehow unlock something in you that is just wild is mind-blowing this person, I could, it, like, I, I just, I started having these psychic 
experiences. I started smelling things that were not there. I have, it's called, I looked it up. It's called clairaliance. It's like some people have clairvoyance. They can see things. Apparently I can smell things. Um, I saw a UFO during that period of time. <laughs> And I, I, I got very intuitive. So that was another big experience in my life, meeting that person who has now passed away. And we have to jump into that uh, UFO sighting. What was that like? <laughs> yeah, Halloween night 2021. And during that whole month of October and part of September, I was I really felt like I was losing my mind. It wasn't always in a bad way but I was like what is reality because I was having all these psychic experiences when I was meditating that month I really felt like I was somewhere else it was wild and so Halloween night October 31st 2021 I went on uh, like we had finished I have a daughter so we finished trick-or-treating and we went out I went out onto the balcony around 11 p.m and I looked up it was a very clear night and I remember, and it was so weird because the night before I'd had a dream about looking up and seeing shooting stars. Um, and I remember my dreams a lot, by the way, which is weird. I thought everybody did, but I, I remember them almost every night. But I, I had that in my head, but then I looked up at the sky and I saw a shooting star, like a normal shooting star, which is so weird because where I live is a major metropolitan area. You never see shooting stars here. I grew up here. I don't. I've never seen one here. That was wild. I was like, oh, wow. Then, like 30 seconds later, and I still think maybe I was just dreaming it up, but I see the same kind of thing, but going, moving in squiggly lines, like erratically. It was, it looked like a shooting star, as bright as a shooting star, moving as fast as a shooting star, but going like that. And it happened about three times. And I remember just looking at it and thinking, I have to t I have to remember to tell myself later that this is real, that you're not imagining this because it's so crazy. And again, my father is an astronomer. So like the next day I was like, so is there anything in the sky that can move like that? And he was like, no. <laughs> and even if you Google something like that, there's almost nothing. He Googled it too. And there's maybe like one person on the whole internet has ever reported seeing exactly that kind of thing. Um, I'm not saying it was alien, but I call it a UFO because it's unidentified. Who knows what the heck it was? To me, it was a sign. It was uh, mm -hmm. it was the universe or whatever you want to call it. I'm getting goosebumps. Like my my guides, who I was talking to a lot at that time, Sorry, guys, I haven't been talking to you a lot lately, but uh, at that time, and then I just felt like they were saying, hey, reality is not what you think. Weird stuff happens all the time. Remember hey, that. Yeah, so, absolutely. Well, it's definitely not something that you should be seeing. So that's that's quite something. Yeah. yeah. And and so, yeah, you take it as as a sign, right? Or as a, um, yeah, I often feel like a lot of these kind of paranormal events do come through just kind of to wake us up and say, okay. Reality is not as solid as I learned back in, you know, first year philosophy in school, right? Like it's, it's yeah. not, it's, uh, it's very malleable. It's very, there's things shifting and going on here, right? So, yes. wow. And miracles can happen at any time. Yeah. Absolutely. Literally, the things you pray for could happen at any time. Um, so that's what makes life exciting. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Um, you were mentioning that uh, you work with your guides a lot. Um, how does that uh, that kind of guide-based uh, interaction come through for you? Yeah, uh, it, well, it did start with back then I was really, uh, well, I, I would go out on the balcony. That was where I, I didn't live in the place I live now, but um, I had a really nice balcony and I would go out there in the summer when it was still warm out and just sit out there and talk to them. I would talk out loud and I would listen. Sometimes I wouldn't even have to listen there. I would ask a question or say something and like a light would go off on the distance, go on in the distance, or suddenly I'd hear a siren. At that time, fire trucks were like everywhere, everywhere and fire alarms. So I felt like that was significant, like trying to get my attention uh, or, or there'll be a thunderstorm and I would ask a question um, and then like, there'd be thunder immediately. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe all that sounds weird, but then, but then I realized uh, I know I can talk to them at any time and I can just listen in my mind for the answer. And that is a hard skill. If it's even a skill, I don't know what to call it. I think it's a skill. Anybody can develop it and it just takes trust, a ridiculous it amount of self-trust. Exactly. Just trust to, well, to trust the intuition, right? To trust that there's something coming through that's not imagination and just to yeah. just allow it to flow, right? To let it flow yeah. through you. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any tips for people on how to allow it to flow, how to, how to trust yourself when it comes to that kind of communication? Yeah, I guess it really is the first thing that just comes to your mind and you cannot doubt it or push it away. And if sometimes it will be the answer that you're hoping for, which it makes it seem like you just made it up because that's what you wanted to hear. And sometimes it's the answer you weren't hoping for. And then you also might think you made it up because you're so scared of everything always ending badly. So it's just like, you have to stop that part of your brain. You have to just let it be there and part of developing that i think has to be meditation i don't see how you can do that without having some kind of meditation practice because you have to get quiet in your mind and know your own mind and i want to say know which thoughts are yours and which aren't but are any thoughts really yours that's the question but yeah you have to be able to quiet the mind and then whatever comes up you can recognize it for what it is. That's very, very good advice. Absolutely. That first thought that arises is so often, you know, the, the real signal, right? And then, of course, the mind can do so much in the way of mental gymnastics to try and <laughs> convince you that that's not it, right? So yeah. you got to turn off that self-censorship for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so Emily, you're, you're saying that you have a lot of... Um, working with your spirit guides and such coming through when you are doing tarot readings. Can yeah. you, can you tell us about your tarot reading process and, and what yeah. that experience is like? Yes. Uh, and before I forget anyone listening, if you would like a tarot reading and, or anything to get in touch with me, my website is wellnessoneness.com and tarot readings are popular. I find them very fun. However, I do think we can come to the same kind of, conclusions uh like in a coaching session but tarot readings are 
I, yeah, I find them fun and I find them um, used, like the cards are useful as a conduit to channel messages from wherever the messages are coming from. Like, I, I was going to say like from your guides or my guides or wherever, um, the messages that need to come through. And so if you ask a question, uh, the way I do it is I shuffle the cards and a card, I will wait till a card comes out. I don't just take it off the top. But I could do that too. I actually don't think it matters because I think all of this reality is in our minds anyway. Like we're all in a collective consciousness that has created this. So all the cards are just, are they real? I don't know. So I, so I don't think it matters. I don't even think it matters if I shuffle because it appears to be random to humans, but it's not random. The cards that come out are exactly what you needed to see at that time. And um, when I'm doing it, that helps because it helps focus a certain archetypal energy I need to have to give the reading. But I also listen to my intuition. And I also do what I just said a few minutes ago, where I quiet the mind and I just wait for the first thing to come through. And according to many of my clients, I'm pretty good at it. So I keep doing it. Um, I don't know. How, I can't tell you how. I don't know if I could teach a class on how I do it exactly. But I just say, like, I feel it coming out of my mouth. Like, I just, I'm like, oh, no, don't say that because it might offend them. But I had to conquer that because <laughs> it's like, like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm getting the message. Like, these are people I've never met before. I'll be like, I'm getting the message that you're. Um, your marriage is ending or something I mean I hate to say that to someone I've never met before but I just I just say it and then uh it, it's usually true it's always true I can't remember the last time someone said no you're wrong <laughs> but maybe people are polite I don't know but yeah so I just kind of like let it bubble up in a way it's weird and so it's almost like the tarot cards in this way are acting as prompts, right? But, and then yes. it's, it's bringing up kind of an inner knowing, right? Are you, are you sensing, like, are you hearing anything in that moment or are you seeing anything or is it more like just a, a knowing of uh, what to say? That's a good question. Um, sometimes I get an image, not every time it's, it's, it is just a knowing but it's also, it is weird. It's like my mouth can sometimes open and I'm just talking and I know I'm channeling. And if somebody asked me a minute later what I just said, I, I couldn't tell them. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I could if I really like concentrated, but I, I'd be like, I, I, I'm not sure what I just told you. So can you remind me? <laughs> because I'm channeling and that, that's a lot like automatic writing. If you've ever tried that or any of the listeners have ever tried that where you just kind of start letting your hand write without thinking and then you look at the sentence you wrote and it's like that's kind of wild how that works <laughs> and, yeah. and when you're getting into this receptive state do you find you just sit down and turn it on or do you find that you have to do any preparation before being open in that way um I do need to be certainly in a quiet place with no distractions, but I don't, I used to do a little ritual where I would kind of connect with my guides and say, okay, are you ready? I have a picture of one of them uh, 
who's now in spirit, but on my desk, but I, I always look at that while I'm doing it, if that makes sense, to kind of connect. But um, I don't need that much preparation. Why do you ask? Oh, I'm just curious. <laughs> always curious how people get into this, uh, into their, you know, into their frame uh, of reference and how they they get into uh, that mindset, right? Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, it's it's very common that you know you can just shift into it, right? So it doesn't. This is something I've learned over the years. It doesn't always have to be this long, drawn out process right where it's like okay i need to do this whole ritual beforehand and do a ceremony and do this and light this candle and then sit down and do this it's like no no you can just shift into it right so yeah yeah for yeah. sure i do also notice the person i'm doing the tarot reading for needs to kind of be open to it too there are people who uh, are not my paying clients like friends or whatever who we're just doing it for fun, but they they might not really believe it or be into it. And sometimes I feel like the messages are a little bit more muddled. Um, but I, I, I haven't uh, confirmed that theory yet. I haven't done it enough times. <laughs> I've definitely heard and seen that. And I'm curious, do you think that's because they are shutting themselves off as like the source of a signal there or do you think yeah. like where do you think the the hiccup is happening in terms of uh, getting the signal it's a good question i um my theory would be that yeah they're just they're just not connected like uh i guess the way i think about it is i'm reading energy around me right doesn't matter if you're on zoom with me or in the room with me but i there's like a flow of energy between us and exchange so if the other person is like kind of apprehensive about the reading or is just doing it for fun to please me or something then then yeah their energy isn't really freely flowing if that makes sense I but, think that that's yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. A lot of people, just as a side note, a lot of people think you can tell the future for these things. And I also try to tell people, I don't think anybody can know the future, but it is pretty crazy sometimes the messages that come through in the cards that seem to tell the future in some ways, but it's not like you can know exactly what's going to happen. So maybe people think I'm doing that, but I'm not. I'm reading the current energy um, and getting advice. One of my favorite questions to ask in a tarot reading is like, what do I need to surrender right now spiritually? But most people want to know about their money, relationships, and health, which is valid. It's it's an odd thing, isn't it? Because they want, yeah, a lot of people, they want to know what's going to happen instead of, I suppose, the other way of using tarot cards is to use it as a guide, right? How yeah. can I navigate this? What are, and, and so then you're very much connecting with spirit guides and they're giving advice, right? They're not necessarily being like, hey, this is how it's going to turn out, but rather well, here's your options and here's what you're faced with right now. And here's some options for you in the future, right? It, it doesn't yeah. have to be this um, uh, this deterministic understanding no. of it, right? It, it can be very much kind of working through advice. 
Yeah. 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 Well, we're we're coming up on time here, Emily. Um, Do you have any words of wisdom that you would like to share with the listenership? Yeah. uh, Trust yourself. Um, If somebody else tells you something that they think is true, you don't have to believe it. Like you should always believe your your own intuition and go with your gut. Um, And that is a big lesson I've learned. It's very hard because there are very smart and good people around you also giving you advice but even even someone giving you a tarot reading like me when I get tarot readings from my friends too and like if it doesn't sit right with you you don't need to seek the answers outside yourself they're already there the most important thing absolutely so almost like if you're getting a tarot reading done and it doesn't feel right trust your own intuition in that situation as well right yeah yeah I think so and so emily where can people find your uh your services and your various various social medias and websites and everything online um yeah so i am on instagram Uh, my handle is wellness underscore oneness Um, and my website is also wellness oneness.com because i have i've uh to find everything I do either comes down to wellness or oneness or both. I think they're both the same. But um, so if, yeah, any um, services that you'd like to check out that I offer or my writing, uh, it's all centrally located on my website, wellnessoneness.com. But I do live tarot card readings and other discussions on Instagram frequently. So follow me there, wellness underscore oneness. Fantastic. And I'll have all that information down in the show notes below. Emily, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a blast. I love talking tarot and uh, talking about how to get that intuition flowing. So this has been really great. I think people will love it. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. This has been fun.